Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Neighborhood Conversations. It is such a pleasure to be back in your neighborhood, whether if you're driving, you're walking. It's a pleasure to be in your earbuds today. Um, we're so blessed to have an amazing individual who's an entrepreneur, who's an advocate for mental health. What else can I say? My brother, my friend, um, junior man. What's going on? How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you for having me um now that i say that i realize every podcast yes probably says those words <laughs> exactly exact same way uh, but no seriously thank you it was nice really nice to see you just the other day and now i'm hopping in um glad it all worked out kind of this way oh man it's 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 so good to have you here and i'm so happy that you're doing an amazing organization um called save me save we and i'm really interested in hearing more about that but before we go into that uh team of cooperative free mm-hmm. we're an employment center so you know we always have the employment question tell us a little bit about yourself and one word to describe you i know that there, there could be many words but one word <laughs> Um, that's a great question. I think the word for me, the word to describe me is, uh, I would say tenacious. I'm pretty, I'm really like, I'm more than a goal getter. I'm more than hardworking. I'm, I'm somebody who, if they want something done, they will do it no matter the cost. I've never seen an obstacle. Um, and if there was one, um, it was never something that slowed me down. Yeah. Well, slowed me down for sure, but never stopped me. And so um, to describe me, I would say Junior is a tenacious kind of guy. Wow. Tenacious is is really good. I, I have never used that word in my vocabulary. Um, so not as much, I would say. Um, and so that's really good to describe yourself in that, in that way. Um, I want to shift gears to learn more about this Save Me, Save We initiative. Um, And I know that you're doing so much and you spoke so um, well at our refresh event. um, Advocating and and, and man, you did an amazing job. And I'm so happy that I got to see you in action, um, inspiring and making action and action calls um, to um, individuals at that event. And so let's learn more about what what brought you to that passion to start that let's tell us a little bit of the story i love hearing it um which which story my story or the brand story your story that connected to the brand story okay okay um i guess like my story i grew up in a in a pretty decently big household one mother uh, my parents uh, split ways when i was very young and uh, my dad lived down the street for a little while before we moved from Montreal to Hamilton. And so it was my mother and originally three other siblings before we welcomed my little sister into the into the world. And so I grew up in a very loving, yeah. dysfunctional, chaotic family <laughs> yeah. um, that like every other family had its issues. But the beauty of it is that we regardless remain connected. And so uh if something was going on for somebody with somebody else i was able to see it. i was able to empathize and i was able right. to hear them talk and go through their struggles and so uh at a very young age being the youngest at the time i was exposed to grown adults issues yeah. uh, my oldest brother is five years older and my older brother is five years older and then my oldest sister is uh she's uh eight years older than me and so i was a 10 year old is seeing 18 year old problems right and a seven-year-old is like seeing 14-year-old problems. And so I was very 
in tune with the world at a young age because I was trying to latch onto all my siblings. And so when it came to uh, being a young adult myself, I was able to recognize those, those symptoms of uh, mental health, depression, anxiety, suicidal ideation at a very younger age yeah. because of my experience with my siblings. And so the way the story goes is uh, at 17, I left my house to go to Chicago to play basketball. And uh, I was not the best basketball player, but I was able to really own, hold my own against guys who've been playing it their whole life. But I was able to control my mental a little better than others. And then I went to school in Iowa yeah. and then Cape Breton and eventually Acadia. When I came back to Canada, I noticed that um, the expectations of performance are a lot higher right. in the States yeah. where we're constantly reminded what you're worth or what's your scholarship worth or um, what will happen to you if you don't perform or not reminded or shown, like whether it is coaches, students, or like the locals when you lose and stuff, they, they're on your ass. Yes. So, um, but when I came back to Canada, I was seeing the same emotional results yeah. where the expectations were a lot lower. So I was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Like over here, it's like you win, you lose, we lose. That's the motto. Like we celebrate the wins or losses kind of thing. And so yeah. I was like, so why are people so sad? Right. And, uh, so, um, it, it didn't push me to my breaking point when until like I was getting some teammates who were really not happy with life, basketball, school. They just felt out of direction. And um, I was like, man, isn't that the whole point of being in a team first off? Yeah. And isn't that what we entrust our coaches uh, to do, our, our leaders? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is, isn't that like I'm tired of seeing people talk about X's and O's and not talking about the heart and the brain and so it's kind of like i was like all right this is getting out of hand and now i'm at the hotel rooms and the bus with these guys having conversations not knowing that like i'm t like taking mental notes of like and realizing what reading in between the lines of what they're saying and so uh one night at the library i heard over overheard a group of students talking saying man i can't wait to get this exam done so i can get blackout drunk and that's what pushed me to to the edge when I realized that our coping mechanisms as university students were drugs, that our coping mechanisms is alcohol and that our coping mechanisms will not sustain us as young adults and graduated adults. And so um, I was like, now nah, it's time for me to do something. And so I thought about creating a clothing brand yeah. that would have slogans or, or words on them that would make people say, hey, are you okay? What's going on? And then generate a positive conversation off of that. So. That's what's that's how Save Me Save We started. And the name is we're products of our environment, our actions, our words, our thoughts, our behaviors. Those reflect those impact everybody around us, whether it is directly or indirectly. And so that's the message behind the name. Wow, Junior, man, that is so powerful <laughs> to hear that you you wanted you you started from it is it's sad to say that you you went for, you had to experience it as a little child. And, and, and having to grow up in, in, in that environment, but you also learned some lessons uh, that took you on to advocate that way and also knowing the change that you, that you needed to, to see to come back to Canada uh, after seeing another um, area of perspective from the, U, the U.S. side of it and then coming here and, and wanting to see that change. And wow, that, that's really important. Um, to hear your story, and I'm, I'm, I was really admired to hear your story when it comes down to 
um, just taking care of yourself and, and also um, knowing that there's so much um, ways of taking care of yourself. Um, and you taught me something at Refresh, man, about taking care of yourself, knowing the difference between wellness and self-care. Like that was like really something that I literally did not know. Like I really thought that self-care was actually um, getting getting a cup of water or getting something that my favorite drink. But that's wellness. That's yeah. wellness. So self-care is yeah. doing something that's actionable, that you are passionate about and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's really admirable that you started this this brand, um, this clothing brand, it's, uh, swag and all that good stuff that, that speaks to the awareness of where you want to go in this. And I, I want to I wanna actually ask you a question. How can employees, because there's so much employees who don't know how to take care of themselves in the workplace. Like, man... Let yeah. me tell you, like workaholics, I call them workaholics. They they want to. I think we're at I'm the guilty, level guilty where, of it. and guilty of it for sure. Like we're at the level where we where we have this. Well, well, because it was an old old past um, trend that you have to work hard in order to get what you want. Now organizations are, are trying to have that work life balance and and stuff like that. So, like, yeah. how how can employees take care of themselves in the workplace? How would you say that? Yeah. We're going to take a quick break to listen to some Nova Scotia Works client stories. I look forward to my family's security in the future. That's the main goal as a father. The empowerment from changing careers has really just made me want to get out of bed in the morning. I'm looking forward to growing my business. So I want to hire people like I was hired. I want to give guys that chance. Il me fera plaisir de continuer à travailler avec les immigrants francophones à Nouvelle-Écosse. I am looking forward to the financial freedom that I never had before. And now back to the podcast. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm first going to answer. Uh, so just so the listeners and or viewers are don't get confused with that self care and wellness thing that yeah, you yeah, mentioned. Yeah. Um, and, during the presentation, what I had mentioned was uh, uh, there's a difference between self-care and a wellness routine. A wellness routine is what we do per- every day or periodically mm-hmm. uh, to keep ourselves in line, a wheel of wellness. And so, for example, brushing our teeth, taking care of ourselves, like physically, that's part of a wellness routine. And when people say, oh, I'm having a glass of wine or I'm having a glass of wine or my favorite or a cup of coffee every morning and reading a book, that's self-care. It's I don't identify that as self-care. That is a wellness routine. That is what keeps your wheel pumping. That's what keeps you rolling. And so what self-care is to me is recognizing you haven't done something you love and miss and actually doing it. Now that's self-care. And so when you put that into the context of employers and employees, like uh, it's just that it's taking inventory of yourself. Like right. we did that quick exercise, like, man, do I need sleep? Do I need yeah. peace? And a lot of the time for me, I need definitely both, but most, but more so peace. And peace to me is not tranquility. Peace to me is knowing like, hey, am I doing what I am, my values and my beliefs are aligned wow. to be doing right now? And yeah. so um, a lot of the time it's like, I feel could be full force, not force, but hey, Junior, can you come to this event? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do yeah. this? And so I say yes to all these things because I have, I feel like I have a character and persona that I have to maintain and I have to people to please at times. Yeah. And so when I realize that, like when I'm able to check in and I feel out of balance, I'm like, you know what? I need peace. And what peace is to me is taking this selfish decision yeah. of doing what's right by me. And uh, I'm going to release a video later on today on actually on Instagram um, 
today that talks about like I say it's a Kanye West thing to say in the video in the middle of the conversation yeah. conversation I have with my friend. But uh, self 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 care and happiness is self is selfish um, because in order to be happy, you're gonna have to make decisions that are right by you, and it and it doesn't have to. Um, and even if it benefits somebody else, perfect. But if it doesn't, it's it's gonna have to be right by you. And so, if what makes me happy today is to you know to go get a pedicure, which I will, because my dogs are barking. <laughs> get a haircut. That's why I'm wearing a hat. You know what I mean? That's so cute to me. And so, if somebody was like, "Hey, I really wanted you to come do that," I'd be like, "No, I have to make a selfish decision." Yeah to do what's right with me in this moment, yeah. you know? Yeah, man, I think that that's so important to take time. Um, a friend of mine actually shared with me today, like, um, like different ways on how to to put focus time um, in and then do lunch and then, but stick to the focus time. Mm-hmm. When you have focus time, it's your focus time. It's it's, it's for you yeah. um, to actually do what you want to do, do what you love and try to put that in. And I'm now going to put that in my new routine um, and stuff like that. And so... Yeah, man. And I totally agree about the rest part. I, I think um, we all need rest. And I think for the past two days, um, I, I spent using my afternoons resting and trying to um, take my time to rest and all that good stuff and all that good stuff. So that's like really good. Um, how do you define balance? I think that balance is, has a lot to do with um, work life. And so how do you define balance in all of this? Mm, I'm about to hit you. So. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, uh, I do not use the word balance Ooh, anymore. Uh, okay. Yeah, because when you put balance, you're pitting one thing against right, the other, right? right? So therefore, I'm creating. If I'm saying I have work and I have my personal life, and I'm trying to find balance, that means I got to put both of those things in opposite spectrums, and then I'm kind of pitting one of them against each other and I'm resentful for one or the other. Oh, I'm resentful that I got to go to work because I really need sleep and things like that. And so to avoid that, uh, the mentality that these things cannot coexist, um, I started using the word harmonize and I can't, I can't give credit to the person I saw mentioned it. I saw a whole conversation online about it, but um, using the word I harmonize my, my, my work and my in my um, wow. personal life. And wow. so I told my employers, yeah. uh, like at the end of CDA, like if I got to go do something in the middle of the day, as long as I get my work done, it's going to, I got to make both yeah, of it fit yeah. because my, my work is part of my life and my life is part yeah, of my work. Yeah. And so uh, I don't want to find this balance where I'm like, I have to make a decision between one and the other. I'm going to be most productive yeah. and at my happiest and your retention for me, as far as me will be, at its best because I'm able to intertwine both of my important worlds together. And so uh, it was well-received and that's how I've been uh, going about. Wow. I've just been having a lot of, I've been harmonizing all the things, all my partner in my life. Uh, I'm not choosing one or the other. I'm not finding that balance. How can we have study dates or uh, 
find work that we can do together. Well, I'm going to take that with me, man. That's, that's, I'm taking, I'm taking that with me now and putting it in my wallet um, of things that I need to do because harmonizing, especially with your partner. Oh, man, I don't want to go there, but harmonizing is, it's a good way of, of saying it. it. It connects you with that and, yeah. and all that good stuff. Um, this, that, that's, that's so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I have one more question yeah. for you. Like, what, what are some tips? Um, that you could share um, to people of ways that they can continue to take care of themselves? Like, what are some tips? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, sh- for sure. I think, um, what are some tips? Like, there's so much people can do. I think the number one thing people need to start being aware. Uh, people need to start being aware of their emotions because our emotions are, are the central system of our decisions, right. our habits, right. our everything yeah. we do. And so people need to be aware um, and that, and you can do that by just checking in and having yeah. that time alone. But then once you are aware, it's time to put that newfound knowledge of how yeah. I'm feeling to communication. And so um, I suggest people to practice communicating, whether it is written or to start, but then you have to verbalize. So um, you're able to get the appropriate outcome to what you are feeling you know what i mean and so um some people they can't express themselves and that they're anxious or they're overwhelmed or tired and what that comes out of is like frustration and therefore the therefore the reaction to get from other is frustration versus frustration with instead of having um anxiousness and uh, overwhelm met with empathy because they're not able to communicate that and so that's that. And then once you do that, um, I tell people to um, prioritize a little bit of self-care, which is, again, it's not done something, not have, do something that you haven't done in a while. Self-care, listen up. We get closer <laughs> to the mic. Self-care should be healing and fulfilling at the same time. And so if you're doing an activity that is both, therefore you're doing self-care. Yeah, so, that's, that's so um, important. Wow. Healing and fulfilling. At the same, at the time. same time. And to me, that is, and yeah, exactly. And to me, that is a fun part. I love going to improv class because I get to let go a little bit and then I feel like it's healing and it's also fulfilling. Yeah, no, time. that's so important. I think that that could connects you in so much ways and it brings so much vibrantness of how you can move forward in your daily life. I've learned so much from you, my friend, today, and I'm always learning from you. And I'm so appreciative that you have come on here. We're going to invite you more. I think that there's more topics. I have to invite you um, in other capacities for sure. But we always leave at the neighborhood conversations. We always want to leave with a quote saying or something that's going to inspire people in the community. What do you got for us um, to help us move forward inside that area? Yeah. What do you got for us? Oh, no. It's just Um, anything. I, I don't want to say something that I personally created or yeah. come up with, but I do like the fact that we're going to the yeah. month of May. And uh, there's this quote that says, may the flowers remind m- remind us why the rain was so necessary. Oh. And so uh, I think we overlook yeah. flowers. Like think about this tiny little seed who grows under yeah. the ground, yeah. Yeah. right? And sprouts through dirt 
through the rain, through storm, through animals, through natural right, disaster, right. still finds a way to grow. And um, constantly, the only thing it's doing is looking for food and light and flowers to grow towards the sun. And it's a be- they're a beautiful thing and they're definitely overlooked. Their process of growth is overlooked. And so just like society, all we see is the bouquet. <laughs> God damn, look at that beautiful <laughs> bouquet. Look who, yeah. but they don't know what that power went through. Yeah. And so, um, I think it's a good remind us, reminder for when we do see flowers. Uh, remember that they went through it before they were yeah. in your vase, your yeah. vase, your vase, yeah. in your kitchen. Yeah, oh, that's that's really good. Thanks, man. I really do appreciate it. And I do love flowers. I love plants. I love growth of seeds moving from one stage to the next. And that's what um, we're doing and we want to do when it comes down to taking care of ourselves is one stage to the next. We're growing and taking it easy on ourselves and not trying to um over water i would say over water <laughs> us and, and overthink ourselves uh man it's been good having you on to the neighborhood conversations and i really do appreciate it um and i look forward to having you back on listening audience as we continue to connect let's continue to take care of ourselves let's continue to do what we love do we passionately love? Make sure that we're healing and fulfilling each other together um, as as we're enjoying. And so, Junior, until next time, people, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you at the next episode. This podcast is funded by the Government of Nova Scotia.